Okay, welcome in to a bonus episode of the Hot Grits Podcast. I'm Travis Chadon, and we are going to talk some Georgia Southern football today. We have John Bryce from footballscoop.com, who was part of the early reporting on breaking the news that Clay Helton had been hired as the next head football coach at Georgia Southern. But before we jump into that, let me tell you guys about Coach's Corner. You know them, you love them, the number one sports bar in Savannah, uh, I think they are partially responsible for bringing the Atlanta Braves a 2021 World Series title. Of course, the Hot Grits podcast is also partially responsible for that title. But Coach's Corner has been doing it up since 1991. John Henderson and those guys got a good thing going. Cold beers, hot wings, a Billy TVs. TVs all over the place, and now that baseball is done, it's football in full swing as well as basketball and anything else that you might want. Tell your server or your bartender that the Hot Grits Podcast sent you, and they will hook it up. If you want to call ahead for a to-go order, 912-352-2933, 912-352-2933. Visit them at 3016 East Victory Drive. I've always kind of believed in aliens. I don't know if I believe in flying saucers. You might as well just walk up to Cupid while he's on his lunch break, you know, crank the heat or something. Yeah. Right in the face. Punch a little baby right in. We'll see that. We're almost uh, three minutes into our sports podcast and yet to bring up not one sport. <laughs> okay, we're joined now by John Bryce of Football Scoop. Dot com. John was part of the early reporting on Clay Helton being hired at Georgia Southern. I think it's fair to say, you know, surprising news for a lot of the people following this coaching search after Georgia Southern let go of Chad Lunsford. Um, but a lot of good details there on footballscoop.com from John Bryce and those guys. So, John, thanks for joining us, man. I want to ask you, first off, if you were surprised when you first heard about the news of Clay Helton? I was surprised, um, Travis, and thanks for having me on. I was surprised probably around um, the weekend of October 23rd, those college football games that weekend. Uh, that's kind of the timeline that I really started to prominently hear Clay Helton's name. Um, so I was surprised by his name. I was not surprised by the direction because I just talked to too many coaches, including college coaches in the Carolinas and in the state of Georgia, who told me uh, point blank that there was a, a real point of emphasis, uh, especially by the athletics director, Binko, to move the program forward into uh, modern football. That was the term that was used to me a number of different times by a number of different people. Modern football is what I kept hearing. And, and I kept uh, being told that the quote, if the old heads got their way, it would stick with option. Um, and that's why you heard the uh, coach Davis at army and coach Bohannon at Kennesaw consistently mentioned among some others. Um, but, but that's sort of where it was. So I was not surprised by the direction. I was initially surprised by Clay Helton's name, but then by Monday, the 25th, I realized that the Clay Helton was, was really deep in it and the conversations were, were very legitimate. Now, obviously from reading your story on footballscoop.com, John, and obviously I encourage everyone to go read it. It has a lot of good information and nuggets that you won't really find anywhere else. And that I haven't heard from anywhere else before reading that story. I wanted to ask you about Clay Helton's side of it, because there's a lot of stuff, obviously, about Georgia Southern and the culture there and what's 
happening with the offense and, and you know that's warranted conversation but there, there's also the thought about Clay Helton's um, decision to come to Georgia Southern do you think that if he's not hired at Georgia Southern that Clay Helton would be a head coach somewhere in, in 2022 that's a that's a really good question a very fair question I think that Clay Helton at worst case scenario would have been a power five offensive coordinator somewhere. Um, I don't know if he would have been a, a power five head coach. Um, I think he would have had multiple other opportunities to be a head coach at different places. Look, he did not have elite success at Southern Cal, but he did have undeniable success at Southern Cal. And here's the other thing he had. Um, and it's one of the elements that, that kept him in that position for so long. He had, uh, an unimpeachable record of being clean and doing things the right way. And that's the Clay Helton reputation. That's who Clay Helton is as a person. Um, and that's the way that Clay Helton wants to operate. So I can't sit here and tell you, I think he would have been hired at, at school XYZ as head coach. I think there would have been a uh, other group of five opportunities. I would, I could see absolutely a, a North Texas going after a Clay Helton if it does indeed make a move. And obviously things at North Texas don't look good right now. So um, I think Clay Helton would have been snatched up as a power five offensive coordinator or had other group of five opportunities. I would just like to once in my life be in that position where I could choose whether or not I'm going to work. He got so much walk away money, bro, that I would be disappeared somewhere, whether it would uh, be on the, uh, on the beach there, not too far from you guys on the Georgia coast yeah. or whether it would be somewhere out in the mountains. Yeah. It's a nice living, huh? It must be nice. Yeah. That, that walk away money that he got that Ed Orgeron's getting that uh, Matt Wells is getting like hell that you Chad know, Lunsford got. I mean, yeah, that, that lungs guy. You're exactly right. I'm trying to uh, suck bad enough at my job. No, I say that jokingly, <laughs> but I'm I, I'm trying to get some walk away money for sure, and I have not had any success. What did you think of the five year when you, when you um, heard about the contract? And, and just to read straight from your story, sources tell Football Scoop um, that Helton's deal with Georgia Southern will run five years and is expected to be for approximately four million in total. Um, it's obviously in you know, increasing pay rate, it starts at, at 700 base salary, I believe, is the number. W was there anything about the contract that, that stuck out for you, John? You know, um, the escalator uh, format is pretty common. Uh, the five-year term, uh, when I talked to people about it, w was pretty much a must and makes a lot of sense for both sides. Um, no, nobody anymore usually gets five years to get something built or rebuilt or fixed. Um, but five years is, is the common term and it's what guys hope to get. Uh, if you can get to that fifth year, oftentimes you've found a measure of success that then opens up the door to either do greater things at the current program or to position yourself for something else. So um, it, it made a lot of sense. I don't think anybody really very often gets five years anymore. Uh, certainly Clay Helton will be expected to get Georgia Southern back to its winning tradition uh, much sooner than five years. But, but it made a lot of sense. And look, um, money wasn't the, the number one factor for Clay Helton, obviously. Uh, but he also wanted to pick the right opportunity with some stability and a chance to rehab Georgia Southern and, and rehab his own coaching work. So, John, do you think, uh, uh, I mean, well, let me just ask this. The other names that were mentioned, you obviously talked about Bohannon, um, Davis. Uh, there was talk about 
um, Atkins, the offensive line coach at Florida State. Uh, there was a report from, I think it was The Athletic, that reported that Paul Johnson had been contacted about the job and, and then declined interest almost almost immediately from their reporting. Uh, from your sense and from, what, from the people you've talked to, what, what was the, I guess, list or what, what did that look like for people outside of Clay Helton and how extensive was the search? Do you, do you have an idea about that? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I know what was put out there about Paul Johnson, and I think um, while maybe he didn't personally want to coach, I think uh, Paul Johnson had some thoughts on the process and made them known to the, the parties involved um, throughout. So uh, there was definitely – um, some some Paul Johnson influence on on elements of the search based on people I talked to and, and people that I trust very much. So um, yeah, he didn't want to uh, get back into coaching personally, but I think he also was part of that group that um, believes in the heritage of Georgia Southern's triple option roots. So um, there were some other big time coordinator names. There were some uh, Power Five offensive and defensive coordinator names that. Um, I had linked to that position. I'm not going to use their names at, at this point in time because they're still in season. Sure. And obviously they didn't get the job. But um, I will say there were um, other prominent coordinators who um, they're either on teams that have a chance to be in the playoffs this year or have been in the playoffs within the past three years uh, that were linked to that job and that I know um, at least took a, a strong, hard look at that job. Okay, really excited about this new sponsor. It's Dugout Mugs. Dugoutmugs.com. Use code GRITS for 30% off of your entire order. Your Atlanta Braves are the 2021 World Series champs, and it'll never get old saying that. So to commemorate this title, we're teaming up with Dugout Mugs on a special offer for our listeners. This is a great gift for holidays for any of the Braves fans in your life. Dugout Mugs uses authentic barrels on real baseball bats metal and wood, and then they turn them into a drinking mug for your favorite beverage, hot or cold. It's officially licensed by the MLB, and they offer a lifetime warranty on all of their products. Use code GRITS, that's G-R-I-T-S, to get 30% off of your order site-wide. No minimum order, no maximum order. Just use the code GRITS, G-R-I-T-S, at checkout, and you'll get 30% off dugoutmugs.com slash braves tall mugs short top mugs knob shots wind up sizes for the sommelier out there and lots lots more these 2021 atlanta braves world series items are perfect for your home bar in the man cave drinking with the boys for the tailgate party or for simply drinking your morning coffee dugoutmugs.com is the place to go when shopping for the baseball fan in your life this holiday season Dugoutmugs.com slash Braves. Use code GRITS, G-R-I-T-S, at checkout for 30% off of your entire order. The number one real estate agent in Savannah is John Carr. Call him today if you want to buy, sell, or just learn more about the market in Savannah. 912-228-0916. 912-228-0916, johncarrealty.com. Find them on Facebook as well. Tell them the Hot Grits podcast sent you, and you'll get a little discount off of those listing fees. We got to get to that 62 mark by the end of the year. 62 houses sold is the goal here. 
And that's what we're aiming for. We got to get there. I think we are within 10 houses now. John Carr Real Estate, the number one real estate agent in this area, born and raised here. He knows it like the back of his hand. He knows everybody and their brother and their mother, and he will find you the right house in this area. 912-228-0916 and tell him we sent you. I guess when you're told or when you hear a name linked to any job, not just the Georgia Southern job, what is that process for you guys like? Like, So if you're given, uh, say, a tip about uh, X coach going to Y school, what's sort of the first thing that you guys do or that you do on your end to start that process of checking that out and see if that's real or not real? Yeah, well, the first thing I, I tend to do is try to assess who's passed along that information to me, how long have I known that person, um, kind of what's their batting average with me in the past. And then immediately it is, who do I know that is either at that school or program or connected to the coach that's being mentioned to me. So, um, and then also it's involving uh, my colleagues at Football Scoop and other people in the industry that I trust. So it's um, it's sort of a, a multi-pronged thing where, um, and now look, there are times that I'm talking either directly to somebody in the program or directly to a coach involved. And obviously I don't feel the need to uh, vet that information quite as thoroughly um, from a number of different sources because I know this that's what this person's telling me. And it's especially if it's a coach, I've had a relationship for a number of years. I know he's not going to be lying to me or, or puff and smoke or anything like that. So that's, that's the basic process for us. Um, I don't think that's unique to me. I think that's uh, kind of how we all approach it. You know, we get the information, we compare our notes, uh, we talk to each other, uh, and we talk to people that we trust. We got John Bryce with us at footballscoop.com, football scoop podcast check them out he's john d bryce one on twitter um john any sense from you as to the timeline and you know even the makeup or the the you know construction of this coaching staff for clay helton i guess georgia southern's made it pretty clear that he'll be around the program here moving forward even to close out this season um you know at least monitoring it closely uh any sense from you as to what Georgia Southern fans can expect on the coaching staff? You know, I think you'll see Clay Helton put together a really good coaching staff. He'll blend some up-and-coming coaches. I would look for him to find some guys that also, like he does, uh, have some Power 5 experience in their backgrounds. Um, Maybe some coaches that are position coaches at uh, really prominent FCS and, and FBS programs right now that may be to take the next step and become coordinators or step into larger roles. So uh, I know from speaking with people literally late last night and a phone call around 8 o'clock last night um, that there's talk out there uh, of Clay speaking with guys that have been in the SEC and the ACC um, and that have been in a number of of different big-time programs. So I think the timing, and, and this is something we've touched on, on the Football Scoop podcast, it's one element that coaches continue to kind of beat me over the head with, and that is the timing is really critical, especially with the early signing period in December and with the transfer portal. So I think you'll look to see Clay Helton have a lot of his staff put together by the end of this month, and I think it's it's kind of requisite for recruiting purposes, and it's requisite for um, getting the roster um, position to be in the best shape you can possibly get it for year one because, again, guys aren't getting five years to turn things around 
Um, and with the transfer portal, nobody really is expecting it to take quite as long to turn things around, whether that's a fair expectation or not. So, John, uh, you know, as you and I record this Thursday afternoon, we're about two hours out from Clay Helton's introductory press conference. I imagine, uh, and I'm not going out on a limb here, I imagine one of the questions asked from the local media will be about the option offense and about Clay Helton's, um, I, I think it's obvious, you know, that he's an outsider hire. It's not, a, you know, an inside Georgia Southern man that's tied to the option offense really in any way. Um, what do you expect his answer to be when he's asked about the option offense? And, and I, I guess I want to ask, you know, this, this might be a follow-up, but for me, the option, Georgia Southern needs to take a stand and say one way or the other whether they're going to leave the option behind and go into a more modern offense, as you've said, using that word modern, um, or else say that they're going to stick to the option. It seems to me that they need to pick a side, but I don't know that that's really been said yet. Do you think that that comes up in this press conference, and what do you expect Clay Helton to say to that? I would imagine he gets asked about kind of what kind of offense and defense he, he envisions run. I think that that's um, a natural ask for that setting, um, especially given, again, the um, heritage of Georgia Southern and that particular triple option offense. Yeah. So that's a fair question to expect to be asked. I think it will be asked. I think it's very obvious that, that Clay Helton runs a pro-style offense and that that's what he's been brought into Georgia Southern to do. I, now, I'll give Clay Helton credit. I don't think he's one of these guys that is um, hell-bent on putting square pegs in a round hole or vice versa. So he will... He will tailor his system to best fit the personnel that he has available to him to put on the field for the 2022 season. Uh, but very clearly, Clay Helton's background is not triple option. It's pro style, more of a West Coast spread offense. And I think that's what Georgia Southern can expect to transition to moving forward. Do you think Clay Helton meets the uh, uh, protocol and meets the requirements to, to be a CEO? I think that's Jared Binko's favorite term so far as Georgia Southern AD, CEO. Uh, do you think that that's, that's Clay Helton? Yeah, I think you're right. That is his favorite term. And I think that uh, uh, Jared Binko um, is very aggressive in, in kind of the way he operates and has a, a grand vision. He's been at the Power Five level and kind of wants to bring that Power Five mindset to Georgia Southern and probably wants to get back to the Power Five level. I do think Clay Helton has that mindset. I think Clay Helton will probably say today he, he knows what he did well at Southern Cal and he's learned some mistakes that he made at Southern Cal as well. But it's a, it's about impossible uh, to be a head coach at the P5 level like he was for as long as he was without developing and, and learning some of those CEO traits. And I think that that's, that's really in all of football now. When you look, um, the the biggest nobody in the in the country has had more staff turnover in the past decade or so than Nick Saban, but out of the sheer force will of the CEO Nick Saban, the Alabama machine keeps rolling. And I think the best college football programs uh, are the ones that have a strong head coach who is comfortable in that CEO role. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I didn't. I guess I haven't thought about that. If you're not having assistant coaches you know, leave your program a lot. I guess that would mean you're not having a lot of success and vice versa. If they are leaving, then clearly you have a successful, uh, you know, football program. Um, that's, 
Yeah, real quickly, I would just say that's literally a conversation that I had with a coach about seven years ago, and he was belly aching about losing some assistance or possibly losing some assistance. And I just said, Coach, if you suck, nobody would want your coaches. So, <laughs> um, you know, people sometimes lose perspective or uh, lose grasp of the reality. And the rea- reality is, like, if, if you suck, if you're losing, Nobody wants your coaches, but if you're winning, it's a good problem to have. And it means you're going to have more good coaches who want to come to your program because they're watching other coaches leave and go do bigger and better things. What's your guess on the current Georgia Southern staff for guys that are going to stay around after this year? I'm guessing that that number will be minimal. Yeah, I mean, look, Clay Helton has been at it a long time. He's got people he's comfortable with, and more importantly, he's got contacts all over the country. So I think he'll give those guys a chance to talk to him and meet with him, um, and and he'll have his roadmap for the future. I wouldn't want to hazard a guess on on how many guys might get held over versus how many will not, Um, but I also – know the type of of person that clay helton is and i would expect him to operate in a very uh straightforward forthright manner and he'll give those guys a chance to make their impressions on him and if he's electing not to keep them i bet that clay helton will do everything he can to try and help them find jobs elsewhere around the sport because again that's the thing i've had really good friends guys that i've been friends with 10 12 years that have worked directly for Clay Helton, um, and that's the overarching theme. Yeah, he, he had some shortcomings on the field for whatever reasons, but he was a great person to work for. Okay, John, just two more for you. I won't keep you much longer, I promise. Um, one of the things that has been noted about Clay Helton, and I think his track record backs this up, um, is his ability to develop quarterbacks. I think outside of, uh, you know, shy words and, and obviously pure option quarterbacks there, there hasn't been a great run of quarterback play at Georgia Southern of late. Um, I guess how important is that on his list to, to solidify the quarterback position at Georgia Southern? Uh, what, you know, once Clay Hilton gets started. Oh, it's, it's at the top of his list. I mean, look, uh, uh, basically everything Clay Helton wants to do with his program kind of emanates down from that quarterback position. And in a lot of ways, that position sets the tone really on both sides of the ball because when Clay Helton has a good trigger man who can operate his offense and do the things he wants it to do, then um, you start to see uh, an offense that makes life easier for the opposing defense that that puts a lot of pressure. uh, I mean, excuse me, that makes life easier for his own defense and then puts a lot of pressure on the opposing defense. So, yeah. Quarterback is incredibly important with the transfer portal. I would expect Georgia Southern to be involved with some power five quarterbacks. Um, and I just think there are a number. I don't, I don't know that, that uh, Harrison Bailey could be involved, but the, the quarterback who just announced he's transferring from Tennessee, he's a Georgia native. Um, he had been looked at by that USC staff during the high school process. Again, he's already in the portal. That could be a guy that Georgia Southern uh, goes to look to look toward. But the quarterback position is key. Clay Helton has been really good with quarterbacks, in my opinion. Um, certainly NFL drafts show that he's helped a lot of guys go on uh, and have a chance at the next level. And so I think that's very much a fundamental element of his appeal and what he brings to the table. Hey, I wanted to follow up on that quickly, John. Logistically, what is Clay Helton allowed to be doing from here on, is he allowed to be recruiting and contacting recruits on Georgia Southern's behalf before 
I mean, how, how does that logistically work? Can he start doing all that kind of thing? I think he can, um, as long as it doesn't exceed the number of overall Georgia Southern coaches who are actively recruiting. So the uh, Georgia Southern would have elevated somebody to take the place of Chad Lunsford from a recruiting standpoint after it dismissed Chad Lunsford. So it would just have to uh, take away recruiting duties from one coach and, and reinstall those with Clay Helton. Okay, John, last one for you. The expectations at Georgia Southern, um, you know, a week ago, are they different now with Clay Helton or, or, you know, it, is the expectation still sort of what it was under Chad Lunsford? And that is, you know, make a bowl game almost, you know, every year they want to make a bowl game, obviously, and then put yourself in conference title talks at least every other year, every three years. I think that's the realistic expectation at Georgia Southern. Has that changed now with Clay Helton? I don't think that changes at all. I think that um, Georgia Southern has the uh, very rich tradition and has uh, transitioned very well from FCS to FBS to kind of have those expectations and um, to be in an area with a ton of really good talent um, and to have really good support and a community that really cares about it um, to believe those expectations are right and fair. So I would expect those expectations to very much continue moving forward. I think they're very fair. I think the only thing that changes about the expectations would be what methods Georgia Southern uses to get there. And again, we've, we've seen Georgia Southern be a, a triple option team um, that's not had as many possessions and it's been more ball control and, and more methodical and systematic. And um, that's definitely going to change as Clay Helton continues to put his stamp on the program in the years moving forward. All right, awesome. Hey, John, we really appreciate you, um, you know, stopping by and, and helping us learn more about this situation. I know our listeners are very interested in Georgia Southern football and how this process will work. Um, so, again, this is John D. Bryce 1 on Twitter, John Bryce of footballscoop.com and the Football Scoop podcast. John, we really appreciate it, man. Yeah, absolutely, Travis. Love the visit. Um, have me back anytime. Would love to uh, mix it up with you again. Awesome, man. Hey, take care. Take care. You as well. Thanks, buddy.